Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. This is Monday, May 23rd, 2011. A special show today. We have a special guest from the UK. Her name is Raquel Park Lenny. She's a clairvoyant medium. Boy, what a show we have for you today. I just want to say briefly that um, next week we're going to have the rock and roll psychic Andrew Brewer. He's going to be on the show. And uh, before I go on, I want to welcome our co-host and my lovely angelic wife, Sherelle. Hello, Sherelle. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. I'm glad that you could listen in, tune in with us today. How are you doing today, David? I'm doing awesome. I won't settle for less. And you know, our guest today posted something on Facebook, and I was uh, noticing it as well because it was very windy here just recently, and she posted that it's windy across the Pacific Ocean. I'm sorry, the Atlantic Ocean in the United Kingdom where she was as well. So I posted a comment stating that I could blow a kiss to you, my wife, of course, and it go around the world and land on your lips eventually because it's so windy and uh, she thought it was cute, and I did too. I couldn't help myself, but that's another story. So now let me get to the show, get serious again, and tell you about our guest. I'm just going to read a little bit about her. As she stated from her website, so those of you that are unfamiliar with her may be familiar until we get her on the show. So she states that we are all born with the gift of sight. Some grow out of it and forget 
as their innocence is filled with day-to-day life. Others continue and their gifts grow. I was lucky to be one of the many who grew surrounded by spirits and past loved ones. I did not always understand what was happening or the things I would see or hear. However, it was always a comfort and much-needed support throughout the years. The first time I knew I would be a medium, because that wasn't a word that came up in the strict Roman Catholic home, and I'll have to agree because I came from one too, uh, was when I was reading a book about children who channeled great works of art. I remember sitting there holding the book and thinking, yes, this is me. One day I will do this. I hid my gift from friends and most family as it was looked down upon and not accepted behavior to display. Throughout the years, they have saved me on many occasions as I have always been a rebel at heart, always walking the wild side and pushing the boundaries. Yet they were always there keeping me safe, making the traumatic somehow more bearable. I realized that these trials of human strength or trials of human strength and uh, perseverance were put before me for a reason. It took me a long time to understand that until you have had the experience, how can you understand others going through similar situations? I have always had a wise head on the young shoulders, but now I have the wisdom to understand and see it for its truth. I have traveled to many countries and taken part in their cultures, religious beliefs, and ceremonies, each one contributing to my knowledge and understanding of spirit. I work with all my senses on a soul level in many forms, communicating with those in spirit on your behalf. I have held service giving messages and evidence of life after death in many spiritualist centers and have been given private readings for 10 years now. I believe this is the next step of reaching out and assisting a wider spectrum of people. I welcome you with love and light and look forward to connecting with you. So, welcome to the show, Raquel, and how are you doing today? Or this evening. I'm doing fine, David. <laughs> well, it's it's mid evening. It's six o'clock, so it's still light. That's wonderful because of the time of the year it stays light a little bit longer, does it not? Mm. So it's I think that's still light a there. problem there in the connect in the connection. Um yeah, it's still light and still very windy. So I took your idea when I read about how you would blow a kiss and it would travel around the world and land on her lips. I thought, that is just wonderful. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to send hugs out to everyone, send them to all my friends around the world, knowing the wind will get them there. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, you know, I'm a romantic at heart anyway, and you seem to be very romantic yeah, as oh, well. Oh, yeah, you love her. <laughs> Yes, I do. I'll admit it. But good thing this is not on camera because you see my face turning red with my blush. <laughs> well, she's a very lovely <laughs> woman. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's wonderful to start off with a good attitude and a sense of humor. You know, after all, life is short. Might as well enjoy it. 
right? Well, it's the best thing to live by. If you haven't got a sense of humor, oh, it's trouble. <laughs> I know. We don't need to suck on lemons all the time. Sometimes the papaya no. would be nice. Oh, or mango. <laughs> so how are you doing today, uh, this evening? Um, I'm I'm doing very well. It's I had a lovely long walk home from work this afternoon in the wind, and the wind blew me all the way, so that was very nice and good strong energy flowing through with it. Um, so yeah, it's been a very good day. Would you care to tell your guests exactly where you're located at at this particular time? At the moment, I'm located in St Albans in um, Herefordshire in England. That's wonderful. It's um, a beautiful, beautiful place. I bet it is. It's been years since I've been to the UK since I was younger because my mother's from Kent. It's a, quite a mixture because she's from there and my father is Native American and Spanish, so I'm mixed. But I was there quite some time ago and we were just discussing something that before the show started, I was telling the wife that it's amazing how many psychics and mediums and astrologers and so forth, uh, the greater number seem to be coming from where you live rather than here, and that's because you have been there longer than uh, the United States has, so there's a greater number of you over there. But so far, everybody that I've had from over the U.K. have been awesome, you know, really highly skilled, wonderful people too. So... We want to say thank you for being on the show and welcome you here. Thank you for having me. Thank to this. <laughs> it, it is beautiful. Where I am actually located is a, it's an old Roman town. So they have wow. all the abbeys and the Roman ruins. And, oh, it's just absolutely gorgeous. So, of course, everywhere you go, there's, there's ghosts that are weeping. There are spirits walking around the place where I work. There's a few, you know, old 14th century people there. It's 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 like a candy store for medium and psychics. <laughs> Funny, I was just going to ask you that, and you answered the question for me. And you know, my <laughs> mother used to tell me ghost stories from over there when I was small. And I guess it, it runs in my family, different relatives, including. The uh, English side and the American side were, you know, grandmothers and great-grandmothers were mediums as well. But as you stated in your bio that, you know, people just didn't really talk about it back then. Otherwise, you end up in the med house. <laughs> but now it's more acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. I mean, I, I was threatened with um, hell fire, brimstone, being tormented for eternity because you could see stuff. And it was like, ooh, yeah, that's not very nice. (laughs) But isn't it interesting, though, um, that, you know, when you go into, you know, I I went to Catholic school and high school and stuff, and when you go into that, when some religions, they talk about speaking in tongues and, you know, other languages and blah, 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 and, you know, some people have those different gifts, the gift of sight. And they a lot of places, a lot of people forget that, that, that it's, it's accepted. 
I mean, if you look at the Bible itself, it has so many stories about people who had visions. They had yes. these mind-blowing experiences, um, burning bushes, you know, tablets. Of, it, all these things classified as miracles were things that, you know, happen on a daily basis because people can see these things now. Yes. And it, it should be, well, luckily it is more acceptable these days, but it's, there's still a long way to go. I agree. Yes, and I, you know, encounter all types of people with all types of belief systems and, and do my research, and it's very interesting. A lot of people have asked me, for example, well, doesn't, you know, a certain religion or belief system or Bible or whatever affect what you do? And I tell them, mm. nothing affects what I do, I just do it. But then they may go on to quote something about the religion, and I, I tell them, you know, look, people, I have nothing against anybody's religion or belief system at all. I believe there's something great in all of them. But what I found mm -hmm. from my religion is that, you know, I wanted to find out more about this. And in the past, it was all accepted, but, you know, King James Version and just take this out, put this in the Bible, and things evolved to a different way. That when I try to find out more information, they say, yes, there's life after death, but they won't let you prove it. More or less. So I, I couldn't get enough information. So I had to, let's say, still love the religion, but think outside the box for further information. Mm -hmm. And I think that if somebody is in the religion and they're faithful to it and they wish to find out more as well, and if they're flexible, it wouldn't hurt to do a little, you know, additional research. And, and that's what I do. See, I, I respect what everybody believes because that's what we're taught. And until we start doing further research to look outside the, little, the box a little bit more, that is if one feels guided to do that, you'll find out there's a whole new world of uh, information out there, which has been, you know, documented and proven as well. Don't you concur with I, that? I, I concur completely. I think it's absolutely fascinating. Um, through certain family, I've lived and spent time in Africa, in Kenya, Mombasa, in Oman, in in Muscat and UAE, and all of these places have all different types of cultures and religions, and it was fascinating watching the reverence, the belief that they had in what they believed in, and the ceremonies. I mean, I saw some stuff over there which I would never in a million years believe could, was possible, but mm. I saw it. Wow! And it's just absolutely amazing. You have, you know, whatever religion anyone chooses to believe in, at least they're choosing to believe. Exactly. They're not rejecting the idea. They're saying, yes, we know there is something, and this is how we're going to get there. Right. Something greater than ourselves. Yeah. I definitely believe that. <laughs> well, you've been doing this work for quite some time, and um, we were just talking about the Bible and in in my book, The Spirit Garden, I just you know I just put it in there because people ask. But in in the uh, Christian Bible, that's in uh, one Corinthians, twelve four eleven, mm -hmm. it tells about there's different spiritual gifts, uh, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, mm -hmm. but it is the same God who does all the work of us. And briefly in there it says, a spiritual gift 
is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives messages of special knowledge and prophecy to be a great religious teacher and to also see the spirits of God or or the spirit of another, so forth and so on. So, you know, everybody's different in the world, and my belief is we have to walk our path and let them walk their path. And I think that's the best way, no matter what you believe in. Yes, to each their own. Everyone, their own experience and their own opinion. It's their journey, and that's, that's the most exciting part of it. It's, it's getting there. It's discovering new things all the time, higher levels of understanding. It is. It, I read your bio, so people pretty much know a little bit about you and how you've begun. Now, you stated you traveled around, and this is very interesting. You said you traveled around and you witnessed different things in the world. Did you want to tell us about some exciting experiences you had? Um, certainly. When I was in Kenya, I was staying with some relatives. And it it was work. I was not this type of work, but other work. I was helping the family to build a bus. And through doing that, I met some Maasai's. And they took me back to their sort of, it wasn't sort of the reserve where they all are, but it was like a little village that they had. And I sat with them, and I don't know what I was smoking, but... (laughs) And I drank right. something. I don't know what I was drinking. Like <laughs> <laughs> fire. Um, but it was a beautiful thing. There was sort of music, and they were chanting, and it was earthy and solid, and you could just feel the literally the vibrations building all around you, and it just oh, the energy is oh, it's so difficult to describe it unless you can just picture a whole sort of circle of energy around everyone. It was. It was almost as if everyone became one. Wow. And it was the most wonderful feeling. Okay, what well, a baby might have helped, but it was the most wonderful feeling of oneness, of being complete, being whole. There was no outside thoughts, no concerns. It was just together. And these vibrations were literally coursed all the way through you. It was beautiful. Um, of course, then there is always the other side, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> where they were slaughtering goats and stuff like that, which I won't go into. Because it, there was a couple of things that I saw which kind of scared me. Um, but, but you don't understand some culture sometimes and the reasonings behind why they do things with animals. Well, you think about the Old Testament. They um, had to slaughter animals to you know, as an offering. Mm -hmm. And um, that it's, it's funny how we can look at it now because how we are today, you know, with, oh, we, there's a lot of people that are vegetarian. And so that it would just turn a lot of people off. But in, in the days, people were still doing that. They were slaughtering animals to offer as sacrifices. So Mm -hmm. when you still, there are still cultures that still do that today. Um, you know, and I don't want to just, you know, say like, you know, um, voodoo or anything like that because there are other cultures that do it, and that is just the way things are done. That's acceptable. Uh, we do it in the United States for food. So, you know, you know, it's just, and we don't, if you go to a slaughterhouse, you would, 
and if you work there, you wouldn't be repulsed because you see that every day. But, you know, because we go to the grocery store and pick up the chicken or whatever, we don't really see that. Um, in other cultures, Asian cultures, they like to buy live food because that's how they were taught, you know. So I do, I understand. I do understand. Yes, I agree. Uh, it, it can be quite shocking if you're not used to it, and especially, you know, animals have souls like us, and there, some people believe they're here for us to eat or to to work for us or whatever. I mean, everybody believes different ways. Personally, no, I believe that we can live on what grows on the earth and be just fine. But um, I can understand, you know, your point, because when I saw video um NBC Nightline I believe it was of slaughterhouse and, and the conditions of animals and you can hear you mm-hmm. know the animals crying out just before they slaughtered or whatever it's like you know you sh- how do you get used to something like that if you didn't grow up seeing that it, it's very difficult um I actually lived on a dairy farm five six years ago and those cows would often be taken to slaughter and the cows know the yes. ones that are they're in the dairy farm and the cows that are leaving, the ones that are still remaining behind, it's, they can, it's almost like they can smell the death coming. And it's, it's a horrible, horrible feeling. I mean, it, of course, it's got to be done because of the consumption that people eat meat and to the leathers and stuff. I understand. But if they could actually feel the fear that goes through those animals before they die... They might look at ways of doing things if they're going to do it. Do it mm-hmm. at least in a humane way. Right. Yes. I so, was um, reading your website and also looking at the pamper parties, readings and pamper parties. Could you oh, yeah. tell me a little bit about yeah. that? <laughs> they are a laugh and a half. Uh, my best friend, Jules, is a holistic therapist. And she also does Reiki healing, angel healing. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, she really is very good with energy. And what we do is because we're best friends, we decided let's do something that we can do together. So we thought, ah, let's do a pamper party. That'll you get half an hour of um, a massage then with Reiki, and you get a half hour reading. And we've had it with a bunch of girls. You know, they have their reading, they have their massage, they have a glass of wine, there's nibbles, there's talking. It's good. It's lots of well. It sounds like a great time. It is. And especially, did you? I, I was thinking about um, something like that for my um, mom. You know, when Mother's Day came around, I was thinking yeah. about that. That would have been perfect. So, you know, I have to keep that in mind. So if you're ever over on this side of the pond, definitely. To your mother, I will come to California. Okay. <laughs> great. She'll love that. She'll love that. <laughs> That we, we get yes. a lot of um, ten nights, that sort of thing, just before they're getting married. So you have to be careful doing those. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On your website, it's very colorful, and I like the picture of the book with the magical energy coming out. It reminds me of when you read a book, you know, it just brings you to another world. I think that's very interesting, mm. that, that photograph you have on there. It's wonderful. Um, for, a, for a reason. 
because I've I've always done a lot of writing and a lot of messages that Spirit has given to me or meditations or dreams or insights or pages of just when lots of information comes through and you just have to scribble it down because you know you're going to forget it in two seconds. Um, so the book holds meaning for me, but it's everything I do, I write in a book, so the book holds magic. And every time I go to that, it's, it's like when I'm opening the book, it's like the magic comes out and it's like good energy. And there's so much knowledge and excitement in books. And like yourself, David, I love a good book where you can just start on the first word and that's it. You're, you're in there. You, you travel along with the book as if, as if you're the character in the book. It's, I love it. It's amazing. That's wonderful. I bet so much information comes out of you when you're doing that. You know, it's just amazing. I love reading as much as I love writing, although I haven't had a chance very much recently to do any writing because it takes a lot of concentration. But don't you find when you write that a lot of times information comes pouring out of you and you're not realizing where it's coming from? Very often. I'll start writing something and I'll carry along. I'm thinking, oh, that's good. <laughs> but then I know it didn't come from me. <laughs> right. That's right. So when you, you do readings, you do, um, what types of readings do you offer people? Um, well, I offer, um, obviously offer face-to-face readings, online readings, um, Skype emails if if they want, whatever's most accessible to the person who requires, you know, any reading or confirmation or anything. Um, I also do run workshops to teach people, and I do sort of relationship counseling as well, all within that genre, so to speak, because that's what I use when I'm doing these things. Um, yeah. So you give... Uh Clairvoyant, medium readings, and psychic readings. Yes. Um, mainly oh. clairvoyant. What I do is I don't really use any tools. I just, um, you know, my guides are here, and I call in the people, and they come, and we speak. That's good. And um, That's they, show me, they often show me images, or they just jabber away. That's pretty good. Yes, I when I first started, I started with nothing, but then I... You know, went to some courses, so to speak, and used cards and different tools, tried everything. And when I really started doing them, I had to put everything down and just do them without anything because the information came so fast. And it's amazing how spirit helps us when we're doing those types of readings, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. It's, um, it's a exciting journey. I mean, I never used tools. I didn't really understand them. Things like the tarot cards and things... Those sort of things, I tried them when sort of there was an access to spiritual goodies as I as I looked upon. It was like, oh, there's books. Oh, there's this, there's that. Give it to me. I want to see it all. Um, and I tried the tarot cards. I could never understand them. They didn't make sense to me. I seemed to take it on a very negative level. And I thought, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not going to touch these things because I don't I don't understand them. But as you go and you carry on in your journey, there comes a point when you're ready to look at those things. I mean, I think it was only a few months ago I picked up a deck of cards that I just bought. And suddenly it was like, whoa, I understand this. Wow. 
I don't I don't <laughs> use the book. I just use the cards and I use fracture right, I use tarot, like I anything I look at now it's it's almost like you can see the meaning in them. So it's it's very exciting and sometimes tools are fun fun to play with. And it's a nice visual for the sitter. For yeah. and sometimes that's how people, you know, they want to pick up the cards and look at the cards and see what cards came out for them. And I was also wondering about, could you tell us a little bit about uh, numerology readings? Yes, oh, numerology. I love numbers. I have loved numbers all my life, but not knowing what they meant. You know when you get repetitive numbers that keep coming up again and again and again? You think, yes. oh, my God, what does this mean? What are they trying to tell me? What's the message? So I thought, well, instead of wondering, I'm going to research it. So I looked into numerology. I started looking into the meanings and the calculations. And, oh, you could do a calculation for this. You could do a calculation for that. You could do one for your whole life, every single year, knowing what's coming, simply through your your name at birth and the name as you changed it over the years okay. in the right order. But you can determine most anything because the universe is, well, it's made out of those numbers, numbers, energy, you need the numbers of the energy to put things together. So it's fascinating, and you can see so much about characters, traits, and things that are coming up. I never um, I never expected to find so much within it. But, yeah, it, it's good, and it's accurate. You were talking about um, doing classes, and, and I, I know that you're a spiritual advisor and a teacher. Could yeah. you um, tell the audience about... Um, how you get together with the people in your classes and um, just kind of like a step-by-step how the classes go, just in case anyone has, I have a couple people that had a question on it. Right, certainly. Um, well, the main one is basically is held with myself and with Jules, okay. and we hold the class for two hours, which we go through a spiritual development and law of attraction. Um, spiritual development, Spiritual development we take from the very basis. It's you learn how to first how to protect yourself, how to ground, how to cleanse yourself, how to leave the issues at the door when you come in. Um, I mean, it is very basic spiritual law to begin with, and then just slowly and gradually, depending on each one's ability, it takes them on the higher part of their journey, give them tools to work with, ideas to work with, get them working on themselves, their inner selves. Um, I mean, it, it, it can be a long journey, but it's um, they really it's start it. looking at themselves and changing. And when they see the results of higher information, more information, feeling energy, sensing energy, then you see that sort of light bulb moment of like, oh, my God, I could do this. Okay. So it's, um, I got distracted then, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes I do too. You know, spirit carries you where it wants you to. You know, sometimes you just have to follow yeah. it. Um, there was a question also, if you don't mind, in chat mm-hmm. that asked about, um, about you know, we were talking about the slaughterhouses and animals experiencing fear. Mm-hmm. And the question was, um, how do you know that the animals are experiencing fear? Because I was standing there and I could feel the terrifying fear that was literally running around the place. I've been to slaughterhouses as well where it's, it's the energy is so dark and, and dense 
Mm-hmm. And it's it's so thick to try to just, just to walk through. You feel sick, you feel nauseated, and you're terrified. Right. So, I mean, obviously I feel that because I'm a sensitive, I'm going to pick up these vibrations because I'm sensitive to them, and it's a physical thing. Um, people who work yeah. there, climatized to it, no problem whatsoever. But, yeah, you, you can feel the fear. Yeah, I can also tell you through, uh, it's just common sense, you know, animals have a spirit like we do, they're intelligent like we are, even though in a different way. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you, so one animal sees another animal and their hackles go up, definitely there's some emotion going on there. And if one attacks another, you know, it's for preservation or showing that they're, you know, the king of the lot, whatever. If one animal runs from mm-hmm. another animal or if you raise up, a club to try and club an animal and they take off. I call that fear right there. If they, uh, you kill them and they cry out in pain, that's another emotion they experience. You know they're intelligent, so I'm sure that you can uh, go out where there's an animal and take a swing at it with a bat or something and see if it doesn't take off. So I, the only thing I can think of is that that animal would be experiencing fear when you do that to them. That's, you, know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's uh, survival of the fittest, but they need emotions as tools like we do so they can have an emotion to know if there's another animal they want to mate with or if they can think about is there food there or can I smell smoke? Is the bush burning? I have to go the other way. I'm, uh, should I fear going over to this group of animals because I might be chased away, so forth and so on? So I would say definitely, yes, they do experience fear from that perspective as well. Mm-hmm. And yes, being a psychic medium, clairvoyant, you know, you can experience any types of emotions like you said that just came up, especially the darker ones. They're very noticeable mm-hmm. and very easy to sense because they're like little light bulbs, lightning bolts coming at you. You know, you can pick up on that quite easily. Yeah. So what you said makes sense. Now you said there's a lot of uh, spirit activity where you, you live, and that's I find that to be very interesting. Now do you kind of shut that off or get used to it? You know, when you're walking around, say at night or whenever, in some of those areas. Um, not really. I mean, I I sort of I'm fairly grounded anyway, and if I'm made aware of a spirit that as I'm walking around or at work or wherever, I'm sort of used to the ones that I'm seeing now in the different places. Um, but if one pops up, it's not, it's just a case of, oh, hello. And if they have something, you know, you can feel whether they're negative and whether they're not negative. If they're just curious and want to talk, they just come, they come across with the same sort of vibration and emotion as if they were still here. So it's it's sort of easy to tell. If there's something nasty, then straight away I'm going to go, I'm not, I don't see you, I don't know you're there, I'm walking, and I right. just go. Yeah, same thing with me. It spurts all over, but I usually don't pay attention to them. I guess I'm so used to it that I automatically block them out, and if it's something negative, of course, it's going to get your attention. And so mm. when you practice your clairvoyance, do you see, hear, feel? What are the general ways, your strongest points for making connection with spirit? I think it's an accumulation of different things. Um, mostly, I see and hear, 
but I also feel the emotions. I mean, since we've been, when I've been talking to you and to um, Cheryl, been perfectly fine. Now, you, what one of you has taken the message of some, there's someone either in the chat room or around now who has a very nervous energy because yes. I'm actually shaking quite a bit. Um, yes. So I know that there's, I can feel the person's heart beating and it, it's, so it, I get the vibrations of the feelings, the emotions. Um, it, it's, as I said, it's an accumulation. It's all different things. And depending on who's coming through, um, it's however they be able to get through. So if it's easier for them to talk, then they'll talk. If it's easier to show pictures, they'll show pictures. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's however it works best when we're communicating. Now, I have a question for both of you. Um, what's the difference? I, I heard you say um, that in your town that sometimes there's a re- residual a residual ghost or residual spirit as opposed to a live spirit, and I'm not clear on that. Okay. Um, Simple difference is when a live spirit is in visitation, that means they're not here all the time. They they come, they go, they can do whatever they want to. When I see sort of a ghost, a residual spirit, it's a memory that's trapped within that time frame. Oh, okay. So it's like a woman walking down the street and crossing over at the same point all the time, 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock or whenever, every single day. It's just it's just a loop. If you can see the, what, the image that was left made by the spirit that was there. Okay. Okay, so it's just, just – so they do that, like, so you would say, like, every day at whatever time they were doing that before – so they would continue to make you would see them if you continue to go out. At yeah, that I think point. it's okay. usually through traumatic, very like traumatic events. So we'll take the same woman crossing the road. If she had gotten run over or trodden over by horses and carriage or whatever the situation, the traumatic energy that would have sort of across the area almost in sort of freeze frames a photo of it and just keeps replaying it. Okay. Okay. I understand. Now, do um, do you also, like when you're doing a reading for a sitter, uh, and I, I don't, I keep coming back for, and I guess it just, do you also get, you know, crossed over animals that have come in? Yeah, I get animals. I have a lot of spirit animals around me. Um, I get animals that come through. I do animal communication. I mean, I, my mother's dog on the yesterday, um, she was telling me loads of information, and my mother was not amused, but it was all true. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we know who's the boss of that house. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, animal communication comes through as well. I often see, if I have a sitter, um, I often see, you know, an old dog run past or a budgie or a parrot, whatever animal was around at the time, um, often sort of pops their head in and might have something to say or just wants to be in the energy. And when they're in that energy, I, you know, and I I know the audience is probably wondering, are they talking, talking, or are they giving you, um, how are they giving, communicating with you? Well, if they were talking, talking, that would be... <laughs> I just want to see their mouths moving right, the words right. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. 
Um, unfortunately, they don't do that. They do come across sometimes very comical. Um, I have had a few with um, certain attachments, party hats and stuff on their head. As a, oh, my as a party um, But no, it's, it's, more, it's like telepathic communication. It's, it's like they're talking, but they're, tra- they're talking in their head, and I can hear what they're saying in their head, okay. in my head. Okay. That's pretty yeah. good. No lip movement. Sorry. <laughs> so if you give somebody a reading anywhere in the world, if you're in the U.K. and you give somebody a reading in Saudi Arabia or in Hong Kong or Singapore, and let's say they, the people you're speaking with, given the reading, speak English, but let's say the relatives speak, you know, uh, Chinese or Arabic or a, a different language. So when that spirit comes mm-hmm. to you and you talk and you don't speak that language, you know, this is just for the listeners because I know the answer. So what happens with that yeah, well, in the reading? I, I've had a couple. I've had a couple like that. Um, they, a couple of them started out speaking in their native tongue, but they're like just saying their name. But normally, the transference just comes. It's almost like it's um, translated for you. You you hear it in normal normal language. Um, but if there's something specific that has to be said in that tongue, so they will specifically understand it, then they will say that to you and you will try and convey it as best as you can. Hmm. Uh, but normally, yeah, you just, I hear them in English. That's a, a good point. I did a, a group reading and one of the ladies in the front, you know, of course I knew nothing about them, and I got some spirits in and they were from, see, we're in California on the West Coast and their deceased uh, spirits were from the East Coast. And then they start saying, um, now I try to get some validations about them. They start saying something like uh, muzzle tough and old day or oy bay and some different things like that. So I said, oh, they're this nationality. And she said, yes, you know, because they just said some words in their language, you know, and then everything else was in English, of course. So mm-hmm. that's what you're trying to explain, that sometimes they would say their name or some key words to, as a validation as to that's their native tongue and then go on to have the conversation with you in English. Yeah. Because I suppose spiritual communication is it is the international language. English is not the international language. Spiritual communication is, it doesn't matter where you're from, we all understand each other. That's, That's right. You could be uh, a medium in another country and do not speak English and still be able to do it because... In the spirit world, spirits don't have body or mouth. It's all telepathy, and it's all conveyed through thoughts and feelings and pictures and all that. Isn't that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree completely. Yes, and you've had some very interesting readings during the course of the many, many, I'd say thousands of readings that you have done. Is there any particular reading that comes to mind that really astonished you? (laughs) Astonished me. Um, I've I've had a couple which have blown my mind away with the amount of information that's come through. Um, But to show it in a different way, I did a reading on um, this weekend, and it was the hardest reading I've ever done in my entire life. The person was very skeptical, arms crossed, wanted proof, wanted proof, didn't believe, um, had had alcohol, which I found out after, 
was blocking in mm. every way and it was completely different because normally if I'm doing a reading, my guides and my people will come in, they'll come close, and the people who I'm going to speak to come close to me. They were close around the other person, around the sitter, and I couldn't work. I was like, that's strange. They don't normally do that. And it was the hardest trying to get into I was getting very sort of slight images here. It was so hard. It was like fighting through treacle. And I actually ended up going and standing the other side of the room where the people were. And then I was able to sort of just give the information, uh, which in the end was accepted, which is fair enough. But yeah, that was really hard work. But I went to sleep that night. And because it was such hard work, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing this for? Why am I putting myself through this? Mm-hmm. And I woke up the next morning, and I was like, you know what? I like this. Because I spent the rest of the day with about five different people, and it was just flowing. Mm-hmm. And I was getting more than I'd ever gotten before. And I was like, aha, okay, I get this. I knew something was going to happen. But when you have doubts in yourself, you have, I don't, I've never had doubts and abilities in spirit, just my own, I'm human, you know, right. I have my own doubts. Um, and then when you're put against something where you have to dig so deep and you have to bring in your spiritual strength, you have to literally drag everything that you've got and pull it to the surface or walk away. And I dragged it up and I thought, yes. When it comes to the, when it comes down to it, I know that I can. I've got the strength to pull it up, to stand up, stand the ground, stand for what I believe in, and know that you know what it's all good. So it's that. That's. A, I know it's not the reading that was most wonderful, but that's the reading that stands out to me because the biggest lesson. Mm. I totally understand. I tell people. That if you come for a reading, come with open mind and open heart and accept what comes through. Now, if you're coming skeptical, that's okay too, you know, but still come with open mind and open heart to see what happens. But if you're somebody yeah. that's a show me person, prove it to me person, then don't bother to come because we're not here for that particular reason. We're here to, you know, to help you out. And that energy uh, blocks. It's kind of like a wall almost. When you open mm. your heart and your mind, whether you believe it or not, but you're still willing to see what happens, that makes it a clearer channel. It's kind of like walking to an area with light energy. You can tap into things, you know, feels really good. And then when you get hit with negative energy, it's, it's a big difference. But yeah. anyway, we have some people on the switchboard that would like to talk with you. Mm-hmm. And they're not dead uh-huh. peeps. They're live people. <laughs> so how would you like to speak to a live caller? A live one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, our switchboard person, Sherelle, will take care of that. Ooh, I'm putting on a different hat. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we have our first caller from area code 415. 415, you're on the air beyond the gate radio with Raquel and Sherelle and David Baker. Welcome. Hi, good morning, all of you. Hello. Good morning. 
Good morning. Yes, hi. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. I I had a question to ask you. I feel like, um, and I'm pretty sure of it, that I'm making a major move about 3,000 miles away going from California to New York. And I found a school for my daughter called the Hackley School, and I wonder if you see her getting in there because, you know, I'm concerned about, you know, that the admissions may pass or something and, and how I'm going to get her in there or what you see around our move. Okay, this move that you're doing, it, you're, it's to do with your work as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's, it, everything's going to be fine. What, what you're doing at the moment, the steps that you're taking, the step, in fact, there's steps that you have literally just taken. These are exactly where you're meant to be going. You're following, just keep going with it. Um, as for the, because I, I see a lot of work coming your way through this. There's people who are helping, who are going to be there to support you. Um, at the moment, where you're, you know, you're trying to work everything out, still your mind. Don't worry about the little things. It's all going to fit nicely. You, obviously, you have to do the work for it, and you have to put things in place. But do it with a positive. Have an awful lot of spiritual help around you at the moment, guiding you towards this. And this. School that you're trying to get your daughter into. Um, if yes. you keep seeing, keep seeing her in the school, I think you personally, from what I can see, I'd say you're definitely going to get her in there, um, and it will be, it will be very good for her. Um, do you, I'm do you see quite, when she's? I'm seeing if it's going mind this being creative with it. Pardon? I'm sorry, I missed that. I I heard a pause in the phone and I stepped on you. I'm sorry. It's a, it's the communication. I apologize. What I did want to say is that um, your daughter's mind, the school that she's going to, it's almost like it's igniting sparks of creativity. So where I want to say that where, wherever she is now, this will improve. So do you Can see you her there by that? September? Yes, definitely. Do you see her there by September? Have you put in the application yet? No, I just found the school this weekend. Yeah, you need to you need to get the application in within the next week or two at the very very latest. You want to push on this. Um but while you're while you are do is it an online application or do you have to handwrite it? Well, you need letters of reference, too, and I could get that from her teachers. Oh, I don't see any problems with you getting any, any information that you need need for this. When you're, when you're filling these forms at, in, fill them in with positive energy. Don't worry about her. Don't even think she's not getting in there because she's going to get in there. So you're writing to the school that your daughter's going to, that are going to accept her. I was, I was more concerned on how I was going to pay for it than actually her worrying whether she was going to get in. <laughs> How are you going to pay for it? Well, obviously, even applying for the school, you would have had to have thought this place. So you would have had some idea of where you will be able to cut corners and do this. But I do actually think I can see an increase. This moving to where you are moving, this job is, it's, it's the same sort of thing, but it's a job change. I actually see you receiving a higher amount than anything that you're getting now. Any money that you're receiving now, this will be at least three to four hundred dollars um, more than what you're receiving. Uh huh. Does that help the situation? Well, that that should help the situation. Is 
Is that what you're looking for? Well, well, what it's really interesting is I looked at a place. I I looked at a home. It's a brick house, and I found the school within several blocks of the home. And I I had mm-hmm. this feeling that we were going to be moving to that neighborhood or possibly that home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a bricks, you know, like multi-level house. Um in Terrytown, New York, and I was just, all of a sudden, all these things are just pouring in. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that pouring in should say something to you. Well, it is. That's why I was asking. And then all of a sudden, mm. when I was looking in the neighborhood, I found this school, and it seems perfect for her. And I went, oh, my God, that's it. And... uh uh-huh. I just I just didn't know, you know, when this was going to start to unfold. And, you know, I feel like we're right on track. You are. You, you are, are exactly on track. You are heading down your path. Of, you're on your, your path of destiny. This is what you're walking at the moment. And all this, these little synchronicities and these feelings of joy and elation, they're, they're the signs telling you this is good. This is good for you. Keep going this direction. I agree. If it feels I off, totally agree. Then step away. But as long as it's feeling good, go with it. Do you think we'll get that house that I was looking at? Is is it a redstone house? I mean, you said brick, but is it like the the, the red bricks? Yes, there's stone. Yes, there's stone and brick fireplace. Yes. Okay. The, it's a Frank. It's a contemporary. It's, 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 it's con- okay, you're lost me there. I don't know contemporary is. I know contemporary people, but right. I don't know what contemporary is. It looks like um, it looks I, like a mid Frank Lloyd Wright house, like uh, same kind of architecture. So does it have where the front door is? Does it have sort of a pointy? Um, I don't know what you would call it arch. that comes out of it. Yeah, like a pointy arch um, yes. in front of the door. Okay, yeah. I'm see- I can see this place now. Um, and it's got steps going up to the door. Correct. Okay. I can see the house clearly. If you want it, you go for it. So it's it's all just money. <laughs> it, it is it is money. You know, at the end with money, money is an energy form. And if we feel that we have a lack of money, then that's what we attract to ourselves is more lack. Mm-hmm. Um, if we think of ourselves as, do you know what? I'm going to get her into that school. I'm going to move into that house. I'm going to have a completely new whole lifestyle, and I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it. Then that's what you're putting out there. So by law of the universe, what you send out has to be returned. And you have to manifest that. Exactly. And and I like I like what you said, Raquel, because it's, you know, if you if you think constantly, oh, I'm not going to get it, she's not going to get in, I'm not going to be, you know, I. It, all words are manifested, the words manifest. And when you manifest that negativity, the negativity comes out. Mm-hmm. So manifest the positive, like you said, it. yes, she's going to get in the school, yes, she's going to, you look at the house, you wanted that house, Believe and receive it. You wanted her to be in that school. It's only blocks away from that house. Believe and receive it. You're thinking about money, that the money that you need to pay for the school, the house, 
uh, the new hairdo, the car, believe and receive it because that's how all of this, um, it's, it's energy, it's universal energy. And then you also said, Raquel talked about numerology and numbers, and it's all, everything is works in a balance. And if you project positive, you receive positive. If you project negative, you receive negative. Because if you're saying in your head, oh, I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to, in your heart, you really want it, you know, like it's it's a struggle, it's a conflict. Yeah. But if you believe in your heart and you work it in your head, it all comes out in the wash. What if there's another house that's not brick, that's stucco, and it's made not Frank Lloyd Weber, but um, the guys that created the Dutch boy paint, and you know you wanted that house instead because it's three blocks closer. You know it's all exciting, but it um, the point is just to manifest. So I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Caller, we hope. Say, go ahead. Sorry, can I just say one last uh, last thing on that? Absolutely. When you're manifesting something, when you ask for something, don't just ask for what you want. Ask for what you want or better come yeah. in towards you. Cause that, and by path of least resistance. Because that way it flows to you and you're getting what you want or something that's going to be even better for you that you just haven't envisaged yet. And one other thing I want to say is when all of this has come through and you've moved your jobs and you're in a new place, um, look out for some magic around you because um, there's someone coming in the future, not too far away. Once you're settled, keep an eye out. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Amazing. And, you know, I have a lot of people that do readings on here, but seldom do I get them to really hone in on the house. I mean... You got what the home looked like in the front, the walkway, all that information. You know, that's not only is it amazing, it shows that you truly trust your gifts and you're telling it like you see it and that you've had, uh, mm. not only is your, are your gifts wonderful, but you have a lot of experience that you're, you know, really good at what you do. And I just want to say that uh, I'm proud of the work that you do and very happy to have you on your show because oh. you're really good. I'm impressed. Thank you, David. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, you two, it's close to the top of the hour. We're going to take a few-minute break here, if that's okay. And um, everyone, just hold on for a moment, and we'll take a quick break.
Okay, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to Beyond the Gate Radio. I'm Sherelle Baker and David Baker, host today. We have a wonderful, wonderful medium psychic, Raquel Park Delaney, who is here from across the pond, and she is here to answer questions. And we have an also another caller in the call line. Um, but first of all, um, we'd just like to thank everyone for coming in and listening and uh being a part of the show today. Thank you so much. And um, Raquel, are you ready to take another call? I'm ready. All right. Area code 904. 904, you are on Beyond the Gate Radio. And what is your name, please? Uh, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Did you have a question for Raquel today? Uh, yes, I just uh, was wondering if, um, like, if there was any messages from my ancestors or, like, um, I'm not, you know, sure exactly how everything goes, but just um, just information to help me on this journey we call life. I like the way you put it, on this journey called life. Um, okay, right. Well, personally... Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Personally, I feel that you, at the moment, I'm waiting for someone to come through. I have an elderly lady with me. Um, she has been very short, dark skin. Her hair was gray, as it would be, with black streaks through it, but she used to have it tied at the back and pulled under like a bun. And she was extremely fastidious about her appearance and keeping the clothes tidy but I can see her with almost um, like a palm leaf fan. So I'm, I'm feeling that I'm sort of somewhere very hot, maybe um, in the West Indies, Jamaica, Barbados, somewhere around those, that type of feel of weather. Can you take this lady? Even possibly great grand, more great grandmother, I would think. Yeah, I never met my great grandmother, so I couldn't tell you. And well, I'm my, sorry that you never yeah. got to meet her. Um, but this, this is the lady that has come through for you. Um, if you've been doing a lot of reading lately, she's showing me books, looking through them, looking, searching. Have you been reading a lot lately? Yeah, I definitely research a lot. Yeah, I research a lot. Uh, whatever applies to life, I'm like, you know, like life is science, and they're like the same. So I just like that's that's my element. I like to find out truth. I don't really like lies. So I just make myself accustomed to knowing the truth, and it and I end up doing a lot of research by nature. Yeah. Yes, research is a very good thing. Um, have you? I have to ask, like, if, if recent, very recently, in fact, even now as we're speaking, have you been going through what I would classify as vibrational changes, that you seem to be more aware of what's going on around you right now, things that you normally wouldn't stand out or sort of catching your eye and making you think sort of in a slightly different perspective? Yeah, you know, I would say totally different from normal people, but, like, it's more of a, um, I guess, and my own self, I've cultivated to a, a I guess, a, a kind of non-traditional thought process 
And so most people in my surroundings, I I generally don't understand them or something like that, or we, you know, clash and stuff. So I don't know, but, yeah, I would say you're right. Yeah, you're a very creative person. You have a lot of thoughts that run through your head. So right, this is what you show. Your mind is 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 like a it's like a highway of interlocking roads. There's thought processes running through it all the time, and you actually have some very good ideas, but they're almost like flashes, and you you don't you don't apply them. You let them you just let them slip by. It's like oh that's a good idea. Oh that would be really good, but you don't do anything about it. Well, that's that's what I've been asking for the last three days. I had to leave my wife, which was a whole other thing, but so that I could mm-hmm. find out ways to apply the, the the energy that I'm getting. You know, what I'm saying like, I I don't. I, but to me, I can't really seem to um, find a practical way to apply. It's more, it ends up being like just a bunch of talk. Like that's how I feel. But I'm tired of talking. Mm-hmm. And I want action. I want to know how to apply, but I don't. I can't seem to find a way to figure that part out. Like, I literally just came back home today, and um, I'm still trying to figure it out. So I don't know. Okay, let me let me ask you this then. Do you are you honest? Like completely honest. I would say yeah. Yes. Okay, that honesty is your answer. Anything that you're looking to, how to apply what what you're going through, the energies that you're feeling, you have it already with, it's inside you. It's in your gut feeling. It's your instinct. You know where you need to go. You know what you need to do. It's having the faith in yourself to say, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is what's going to give me passion in the future. This is how I want to be. And you have to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you you say that you've just broken up with your wife. I don't feel this is the end of it yet. No. I feel there's there's an awful lot of emotions and there's still an awful lot of love within that relationship. Um, but I feel the the creativity and the healing energies that are being surrounded you're being surrounded with right now. I think that once you come through chip part, it will empower you. And it will empower her as well. This is something that both of you on this journey need is some sort of self-empowerment to be who you really are. We often fall into the genre of being what other people expect us to be, the husband, the son, the, the father, the brother, the uncle, the nephew. But put all of those aside and be yourself, be who you are. Only when you do that will you then know where you want to be and where you want to go whether it's without your wife or with your wife, at least you'll be clear on the direction you're heading. And But you can only find that from within. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not a stupid man, I, I, Daniel. You're, you're very intelligent. Um, and yeah, you, you like, know more I, than you're letting on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I I do, but it's like trying to like, and I like I understand. It's, I'm I'm with I'm with you guys. Trust me. But trying to explain that to somebody, like to my wife, to like even the whole time I was only gone for like two three days. But the whole time I'm gone, she calling me trying to get me to come home, and I'm trying to tell her like, no, I need to, I need to separate myself. I need to get away and just think. I need to like get. I'm and trying to be in nature for a little, just chill. You know what I'm saying? Let me go now, you know, come back home. So I couldn't even really 
like I, you know, I, I felt like I made a little progress, you know, but like ultimately, I just, I mean, I felt okay enough to come back, and I know I won't be as silly as I was prior to, but at the same time, I still recognize there's something bigger going on, and like mm-hmm. I, I just don't really know how to elaborate that to my wife, and it's causing a lot of, it causes a lot of other friction. I can under- I can understand how it can cause a lot of other friction because if you're evolving in a vibrational and in spiritual way and she's not, mm-hmm. the more your vibrations raise, the more you're away because her energy isn't in line with your vibration anymore. Right. If you're going away for two three days to chill out, get you know sort your head out, get away from everything, she's not going to understand that because she's not experiencing it. So instead of going away for three or four days, why don't you take her with you for three or four days? Leave everyone else to their own devices mm-hmm. and help her get in touch with nature, with the feeling of being free. You know, teach her how to meditate, go for long walks, stare at a pond, well, you know, like, do oh, things yeah. together, bring her vibrations up. Because it's, if, it's, yeah, yeah. if you don't, yeah. then she'll oh, panic. Can. She'll panic, and, you know, and she'll think that, you know, you're trying to spend your time getting away from her, but you're trying to work within yourself. And, but I understand, you know, you needing that space, but, but you know, you have to also think that she's, she's also trying to think, you know, she wants to, to get to where you are too, but when you just say, hey, I just need some time away, you know, she's now she's internalizing it, thinking it's all her. You're trying to get away from her. It's her, her, her. But then if you brought her with you and then had some, okay, honey, I'm just going to go out here in the woods real quick and just, you know, just spend some time to meditate so I can get my stuff together, you see how it diffuses the panic that you're trying to get away from her. Exactly. Yeah. Can, I, can I ask you something? I I don't normally like to ask anything, but I I have to ask this. Um, Work-wise, what, is, what are you doing different? Because whatever, you were, whatever you've been doing or working towards, there's an opportunity coming up, a very creative, like the seeds are already in creation for this. There's an opportunity-wise um, that you'll be very tempted to take and Spirit wants to take it. It's it's exactly it's it's almost like it's the perfect job that you could possibly ask for. It's exact. It's you. Well, um, I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of doors open. I live that way because I have a long time ago decided I can't give my energy to nobody for for a job thing. So I don't do jobs. So. um I got I got I got like two three different businesses. Um, a bunch of music stuff. I'm I'm very creative, as you guys said. So yeah, uh, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep keep up with the music. Definitely keep up. Looking. The things that you are doing with the music, yes, and express express yourself. You know, scroll yourself into that because I personally, you know, the, the, the stuff that okay, art. I'm seeing like a, a light brown, like a light wood. Um, Daniel? 
Hello. Yeah, I'm here. You say you sound like a light brown wood. Do I know you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. I see a like an acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I play. Um, I play. I play piano, drums, trumpet, uh, French horn. I play a lot of brass. I don't. I don't play guitar though. You know what? Maybe you should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, something else Funny how they show you the one instrument that you don't play. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, David? Oh, I was just going to ask Daniel if he thought about, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling that he's happy with what he does, but he's had a, like a stagnant dead end uh, to where he wants to express himself beyond that to get himself out more to do something different to have a new, fresh coat on, like perhaps maybe it wouldn't hurt to try to do a video or even an introduction video, and from there it would grow. I think that's a new direction maybe that you could go in because nowadays those are very popular. People like to listen, but even watching visual makes it more exciting. So what do you think, Daniel, about were you thinking about trying to maybe perhaps produce a video or something like that. I think that would be uh, an awesome next step for you. Yeah, I can think I of that. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, I don't like that. That sounds cool. Like, that's how I live. I just, you know, whenever, you know, it's a sound cool, do it. So, um, yeah, that sounds pretty. That sounds good. I could probably pull that together. But, I mean, but my issue normally is that... Um, I don't want to, it, it would never be, uh, you know, status quo information. Like, I'm not about to put something out here that's going to continue to perpetuate the stuff that we see every day. So my music would be mm-hmm. on the totally different side, which then again, then, then now, like, money becomes, well, I say money, but resources and all that kind of stuff is always, I don't like worrying, so I don't know. Okay. But that's good. That's cool. Oh, it- you do understand. I mean, you think you think about this logically. You're saying how you think not like normal people as you know, as you're classifying people who have don't. Okay, yeah, there are some people who just don't think. Right. But you have a very creative mind. You're very open. So when you're saying that the genre of music that you're going to be producing is not something that you know the normal people or people like that are going to get, do you know what? There are so many genres out there, and they all have a following. Mm. Every single one mm-hmm. of them, people who feel the same, think the same, feel the music, are drawn to where that music is. So you don't have to worry about who's going to listen to it. Just produce it. It will be listened to. I agree. I really agree. And we're all looking for something new, something different anyway, and something unique. And, and I believe Daniel has it. I really do. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, I think that he's trying to be too much of a perfectionist sometimes that be yourself and put it out there and let it grow and flower and see what happens. And I think that um, eventually he will try something different because I think he's on a threshold Mm -hmm. of deciding. He's just trying to make the decision which one, which way. But Daniel, you know, don't give up. Uh, You got to where you're at and you're going to go further. And I believe that because Daniel did take his time 
to go out for three days, I think, is got to be very important for him to do that, to walk away from his wife. So to me, that also tells me he's going through a major transformation. There's a new time in his mm-hmm. life, new opportunities has come in. So I'd like to tell Daniel just to follow your heart and take a chance. Take a chance. That's the only way you're going to find out and be successful. And that's pretty much all I have to say on that. Can I just add one last thing, um, Daniel, is that there are people around you who are your support network. Everyone needs a support network, no matter whether you you think you can do it on your own or you you want to do it on your own because you don't want other people interfering. You need to have a support network, people Mm -hmm. who are there to help you, lift you, build you, and and give you the support that you need. You know, no one did it on their own. Jesus had 12 helpers. You know, yes. no one does it on their own. Everyone needs a team around them to help push forward. Agreed. We hope that helped. That helped you, Daniel. Hope that helped you. And you know, don't procrastinate. Don't sit and just wait. Just take that next step. Take that next step. So, hope that really helped you. You know, a lot of people in life when they put a lot of energy into something and they're stuck. A lot of times I find out that I ask, well, what do you wait for? Well, I'm afraid it won't be good enough or, you know, it's me and I'm not really that good at it or whatever. And I usually tell me, you made this far. You took a chance. Take another one and keep going. And if it's wrong, pull back and try again. You know, because the only way you're going to be successful with anything or to achieve something or to get something that you want is know that you're capable of it, you can do it, you will do it, and you will get there, and just do it. That's the only way you're going to find out. Otherwise, it will be a mystery. Mm-hmm. So I do agree. I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> I guess we'll have sorry. to sorry. We, <laughs> we have the giggles today. Uh I, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to not have the giggles, but I do have the giggles today. So yes, <laughs> this is Giggling the most unusual is great. show. Great therapy. It is today. The show just seems to be different. It's not our normal show. It's unusual, but I like it sometimes when it's you know informal and casual, and we can have some fun and talk about it. You know, I think it's wonderful. And it looks like uh, we have one more person that popped up in the switchboard. So, there, you know, it's a Monday here in the U.S., and everybody's at work. And so I guess if anybody is listening at work, they're probably trying to call on a break or something. So I tell you what, um, how about it, Raquel? One more, One more call? Okay, let's go for it. Okay, one more call, one more call. Area code 678-678, you are on the air. Can we have your name, please? Hello. Regina. Hi, Regina. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Um, Do you have a question for Raquel? Yes. Um, I just want to know, am I going to have a career change um, this year or into next year? Career change. Okay. Um, ah, okay. Personally, whatever you're doing at the moment, keep doing for the moment. 
because however you're working, you're bringing a very nice vibration. Whatever you're putting out is coming back at you. So okay, right. The process. The things that you're thinking about, whether you want to um, have you know change positions in jobs, do something completely different. It's it's a process that you're going through at the moment because it's almost like they're preparing you. You're going okay. through um, a lot of you. You know what? There's more to you than meets the eye. There's, oh, okay. <laughs> you're you're very. I would say you are a very intelligent woman, and I'm sorry, but I have to say you're quite spiritual. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm seeing, I am. I'm <laughs> seeing gifts gifts that that are sort of very deep within, almost like hidden, and they 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 want to come out. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, I have a good way of putting things, sort of like from a UK point of view. Um, yes, that's okay. I would say... Uh-oh. <laughs> oh this giggles together, this giggles. Okay. What I would say is what you have just been going through is like little sparks of thought. You want to make a change. You, you, sort of, you want to spread out and have a bit of adventure. You want to do something that you actually enjoy doing rather than mundane and yeah it's fine and it's okay but yeah it doesn't doesn't make you zing I know Um, I know right do you work I have to say do you work with food in any way I'm seeing a lot Um, of catering environment no I work with people hmm yeah, I work with um, people with um, mental health issues. Ah, okay, okay, that that all right. That makes a bit more sense because the the, the work that you're doing, the, mm-hmm. the, the type of work that you're doing, stay in it. You, okay. if, if I if I was to say something like almost like you're like a, almost like an aim disguise. You have this. This is this is why I'm picking up the spirituality, these hidden gifts. You're, you're very much on a healing vibration. You give a lot of love, and you give a lot of um, you give a lot of peace and healing. I see lots of pinks and blues and greens as you're doing your daily work. There's like this beautiful flow of energy around you, and you're exactly in the type of job that you need to be in. Okay. Um, okay. There's there's an elderly gentleman around you, and I, I say elderly. Uh, he's actually still. I think he's still on the spirit. Hang on. I think he's still on the earth plane, or he has recently gone over into spirit that you would have known in your work environment. Um, he used to sit in a blue, sort of like, like a blue backing of a, of a wheelchair. It, it, he didn't okay. have to be in the wheelchair all the time, but he was very infirm, you know, just old age. But he was, he, he loved you. He had jowly cheek, you, you sort of, you know, what a pinch on old people. And so, oh, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> there he had. He still had some hair left. He was very proud of that. He still had hair left, <laughs> uh, and he used to sit. And I can see him on. He used to like sitting by the entrance to a door, almost like sort of in a communal room. He used to like being near the door. Does this gentleman ring any bells with you in your work environment? Uh... And he liked to wear blue v, like blue V neck sweaters when it was cold. 
It's not ringing a bell. I'm I'm just trying to think, but it's not ringing a bell right now. I guess I'll have to. Okay, think well, about if, it. <laughs> if you can't think of it now, or you can't, mm-hmm. it's not in your work environment now. It will be something to come. Because okay. although I, I see, I, I can see him, and I'm thinking, this is what I'm saying to him, well, are you in spirit? Are you not? He's sort of in between. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. The phone's ringing. That's okay. <laughs> not you. That's <yet>. okay. <laughs> Boy, we're having a lot of fun today. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. Right. Back on track. Um, whatever you're doing at the moment, you're going through some changes and you need to do some self-empowerment. You, it, it, I mean, inside, you know you're fabulous, right? You're strong, you're powerful. Anything that you want to accomplish, if you really want it, you get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I was told um, by someone that um, they they saw a partnership or something and it works for me. I mean, there's, I mean, I have ideas, but... I just never really put them in place. Um, do you see that? And why not? Um, okay. Um, I, <laughs> and and I, well, I do. I do see work. I do see support for your work-related issues, and I, but I actually see it from like an angelic, and like an almost like an angelic form. It's like you have a lot of angels around you who are who are working with you. You're being okay. used. You're basically a healer, so you're being used as a channel to heal these people around you. Now they want you to stay in the sim in the similar type of work that you're in now because that's that's your path. That's what you're here to do. You're here to help these people in their time of need, their time of passing, the time of you know getting old. You know, awesome. someone to listen okay. to them, someone who's got a smile for them. But what I will say is during with this job situation. Um, just be aware uh-huh. of people who who are critical, people who try to put you down. Um, you, you'll get like an antsy feeling, sort of like, oh, you get sort of fired up a bit. Step away from it. Right. It's their drama. Okay. It's not your drama. Um, but I do believe okay. that there will be a breakthrough in about five months. Um, okay. I, I'm seeing sort of like this boundless energy opening. So what's, what's coming and where you're progressing to, and I want to say keep up with – you're doing self-work, aren't you, on your inner self? Yes, 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 yeah, keep I up that. You're doing great. We've got thumbs up okay. from spirit. You know, keep, up, keep it that. Keep charging away, and the more you get to know yourself, the more you will see what is before you because it is boundless. There is nothing that is impossible. It's only okay. for you to think of it, want it, and go for it. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds but really good. There'll, there'll, be def- there'll be definitely big things in ne- in five months' time, from, from today, five months' time, there will be something going on around you where you will be like, oh, my God, okay, <laughs> yeah, I can do this. Let's go. We hope that helps you, Regina. We hope that helps you. Um, Raquel, I'm so sorry we only have like 30 seconds left in the show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Gina, so sorry about uh, having to cut your call short. Um, there was another person in chat that um, that was on the line that wanted a question. Um, maybe we could uh, throw the question out real quick and um, answer it on our way in. Area code 785, you're on 786, you're on the air. You have... Uh, Quick question for Raquel today. 
Yes, I do, and thanks for taking my call. And just to let you know, I know the minute left, but uh, I don't know if you're aware. Uh, you can still question. take calls even if the time is you, Do you have a question? Do you have a question for us today? Yes. I'd like to know um, what growth do you see happening in my relationship with my boyfriend in the next uh, month or two? Anything stand out? Right, next month or two. Okay, I see that you have a very nice relationship with your boyfriend. You're very much equal on basis, and you flow nicely together. Um, I see that you, also that you've had to have some sort of emotional healing from past relationships in the past, past, which has inflicted upon this relationship. But what I will say in all of this is you two will work together. There's a lot of past life um, issues with this relationship, and what you will be doing is coming together filling out your soul agreements and working through, basically, what I seem to see is a very strong foundation of a relationship. I say, go with it. Great. Thank you so much, Raquel. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Raquel. What a fabulous, fabulous show. Thank you so much. Very enjoyable. Thank you so much for being on Beyond the Gate Radio. Do you have any last um, parting information for our guests? Last parting information. Um, yeah, stay away from the caffeine. It's not too good. <laughs> I love that. It's all right. I've got coffee in my mind now. <laughs> we had a wonderful show today. It was a lot of fun. I must say this is different. Very lighthearted, very casual. Uh, you were very on point. Great guest. In fact, I wanted to say this earlier, but I didn't. But, you know, you, I was almost thought I was listening to Lisa Williams here as <laughs> at times, but, you know, you're just really? awesome. I'm honored. Oh, yes. Yes, you are. And, uh, you know, we love you. Thank you so much for t- taking your time Feeling the to love. be on the show. <laughs> you're just Definitely. wonderful. Thank you. I have thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. And I love you, too, anyway. So it was like an ultimate pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and we hope that you can come back again. And um, do you... Do you um, also? I would like you to mention your website again for everyone. Okay, it's whispering-souls.co.uk. Perfect. And I do encourage everyone to check out her website. It's fabulous, and anyone that's in the UK, it's beautiful colors. Um, look into the uh, the pampering parties. Please look into the pampering parties. It oh, sounds yeah. fabulous. Um, everyone in the chat, thank you so much for coming in and listening. Everyone online, thank you so much for listening and to tuning in to Beyond the Gate Radio. I am Sherelle Baker, your co-host, and David Baker, your host. Thank you, everybody. God bless and have a great week. And see you next week on Beyond the Gate Radio. Thank you, Raquel, Sherelle. Thank you. Thank you.